1: Y'all got to get Mark K. more time on the air. Be careful what you wish for, Jacksonville. You just might get it. We want us some Mark K. We're entertaining meets informative. You make it easier to go to work knowing I get to listen to you for two hours a day. Local stories, local issues. Just call it like it is. You are standing solid on truth. I love your show, brother. Two full hours of the Mark K. show starts, starts right now.
0: Hey, uh, happy President's Day, everybody. Or as Nancy Pelosi would say, Happy New Year. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if you heard did you hear what happy with Nancy Pelosi on Valentine's Day? On Valentine's Day, Nancy Pelosi she was giving a uh, she was speaking to a crowd of people with cameras because that's what she likes to do. And she wished everybody happy Thanksgiving. I swear to God, it was a Valentine's Day, and she said happy Thanksgiving. Listen. Again, I wish you all happy Thanksgiving. It really happened. <laughs> really, you know what it reminds me of? She reminds me of Frosty the Snowman. Remember when he comes to life? Happy birthday! I just imagine, I just imagine her. That would be like, wait, you—if she falls asleep during something, you tap her. She just goes, huh? "Happy birthday!" What? Huh? Where are we? Oh, Valentine's Day, right? Anyway, uh, listen. If you're listening to the show today, I'm Mark K. Thank you so much for joining me. The number is eight five five seven six five one zero four five, and it is Presidents' Day, and we are live. This is not a pre-recorded thing. This is happening. Like we, we're working today. We're here, man. We're here for you. Uh, you know, we we know, we rarely take a day off. Well, except for Saturday and Sunday. Oh, by the way, those Saturday and Sunday shows when you hear me, they're pre-recorded. So please don't please don't text me and email me and message me hate mail on the weekend because that's old stuff. If you didn't hate it the first time, please don't hate it on the weekend because I'm just trying to chill and relax with my family. And every now and then I'll be like, yesterday I'm at, I'm at adventure landing playing golf. And I guess they were playing an old show. And all of a sudden I sort of get these angry tweet messages from people going, you're such a bastard, Mark K., you stupid arse. And I go, I'm literally just, I'm trying to get in the go-kart line here. And then I realized, oh, yeah, the show's on, and, uh, and I can't. Anyway, uh, but if, if you made it today, if you're listening, congratulations also on surviving the weekend in Jacksonville, because it was a tough one, man. Holy cow. Talk about, talk about the Chicago of the southeast. It is, it is wild out there, man. Seven uh, shootings, four deaths. There were, like, more bullets flying around than mold spores and pollen spores this weekend. It was nuts. But, you know, I like Lenny Curry. He's a great guy, but he definitely has not got a handle on this crime thing. And with the election coming up, that's something he's definitely uh, going to need to answer for. But but before we get into any of that, before we talk about the crime problem in Jacksonville, and before we talk about the election, it is President's Day. And we should probably take a minute to uh, discuss. President's Day. Because, because I've noticed a lot of people posting things online and posting things on social media and posting things saying, you know, today I'm honoring 44 of our 45 presidents or, you know, President's Day used to be my favorite holiday until 2016 and stuff like that. And look, here's the thing with President's Day. President's Day is a time when we honor all of those people who have uh, who have, you know, been president of the United States at some point in their life. By the way, did you turn my sideboard down? Is my sideboard off? Can you turn it back on for me? Okay, it's on? That's weird. because. Oh, wait, hold on. Never mind. It was my fault over here. There we go. Uh So this is the day that we honor all of the presidents of the United States. From the first one, George Washington, to the current one, Donald Trump, and, you know, all the ones in between. I think it used to just it used to just be uh, Washington and then Lincoln and then a couple of others. But now it seems to be this general holiday where we're just like, hey, if you were president of the United States, we could honor you. For example, my favorite president, Benjamin Franklin who technically never was president, but he's on the $100 bill. And I guarantee a majority of Americans probably think that he was president of the United States at one time. I guarantee if you walked out, and in fact, maybe we'll do this experiment later on today. If you walked out, you just started asking people, uh, you know, was Benjamin Franklin ever president? I think a, a majority of them would think that he is. I mean, he's on the $100 bill, and they only put presidents and, of course, Alexander Hamilton, who has his own hit Broadway show which is why he's on uh, on the uh, on the 20. But they only put presidents and Alexander Hamilton on the uh, on the money. You've got you've got George Washington on the 1, Lincoln on the 5, you've got Andrew Jackson in there somewhere. Wait, is Jackson? Jackson's on the 20, Hamilton's on the 10, right? I think I got that wrong. You've got Ulysses S Grant how somehow of all the presidents, Ulysses S Grant made it onto the 50. And then Benjamin Franklin's on the $100 bill. And of course, you know, thanks to that movie Dead Presidents, People just automatically assume if you're on a bill, you are a dead president. You are a dead president. And that's why Benjamin Franklin, I think, gets up. But, you know, Benjamin Franklin, he's he's a smart guy because he got all the glory of being a president. He has all the notoriety, all the fame. He was there for all the big, uh, you know, all the big incidents in American history. He was there for the signing of the Declaration of Independence and the signing of the Constitution. And he traveled around and he's clearly one of the most famous American statesmen ever. And he never actually had to deal with the hassles of being president. He's just as famous as, if not more famous than, I would say, 90% of our presidents. I mean, really, who knows anything about James K. Polk? But they know everything. They know Benjamin Franklin created bifocals and flew a kite in the rain. Everybody knows that kind of stuff. So, whatever. Whoever your favorite president is, whether or not they, you know what's happening now? A lot of people are sitting around going, wait a minute. Benjamin Franklin was never president. (laughs) So it's a learning experience. We like to teach you something uh, here on the show as well. We like to teach you a little bit about history, not just, you know, about what's going on today. But look, President's Day, it's it's a big deal, especially since you have a couple of major media elements coming out and again attacking the president of the United States. Joe Biden, by the way, Joe Biden was giving a speech overseas called the United States of America an embarrassment. And a lot of people freaked out. I don't know why people are surprised that Joe Biden would go out overseas and pull a Dixie Chicks. I don't know. It's like Natalie Maines, Joe Biden. They're basically the same person. They go out to Europe. They give a speech. They say the United States is an embarrassment. The president's a schmuck, all that kind of thing. And uh, and all, you know, people all of a sudden it's a big hubbub. I'd be shocked if Joe Biden didn't insult the president or the United States of America when he was giving a speech. I mean, this is this is Joe Biden's way of entering the presidential race for 2020. This is Joe Biden's way of this is Joe Biden's way of of uh, basically coming out and saying, I'm going to be president in 2020 or I'm going to run for president. And he's doing it with a speech that gets him headlines before he even makes an announcement. Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders is also. Uh, declaring his candidacy with a video because that's what he does. Bernie Sanders has, like, his own TV network going. Have you ever noticed this? Every now and then, whenever, whenever there's a speech and there's a Democratic response, Bernie Sanders, he doesn't give the official Democratic response to any of Donald Trump's speeches, not the State of the Union, not the impromptu press conference when uh, he was talking about the border, none of that. But he does his own Bernie Sanders TV edition. It's like BTV. You know, and he gets out there and he goes, hello, I'm Bernie Sanders, and I hate to have to tell you what all Americans, I know you already know, but the president is basically the biggest liar in the history of the world. He lies about everything. Let me tell you the truth. And he does this constantly. Well, he's created a new video where he is declaring, he's declaring his candidacy for president, and guess what he's doing? In declaring his candidacy for president, he's doing it via video, and he's had somebody leak it already. This thing is not even it's not supposed to be published, but we already have a leak from the Bernie Sanders campaign that this video is shot. It's edited. It's ready to go. And Bernie Sanders is just waiting to jump into the fray. So now we have we have Bernie Sanders, Joe Biden, two of the oldest, wealthiest, whitest, malest people in the entire world throwing their hat in. For 2020. Wow. I'll tell you what. The Democratic Party, they sure have come full circle from Hillary Clinton, haven't they? They were like four years ago or two years ago was all first female president. And then they lose to Donald Trump. Now they're like, oh, screw it. Let's go find an old white man to run again. Bernie, Biden, get over here. Star Star 1045 is the number. Star Star 1045 or 855 765 1045. Quick. Here's a quick question, dude. We had a couple of open mics on this and I want to delve into this a little bit more. Since it's President's Day, and before we get too serious, before we start tackling the big issues like crime and punishment and border walls and security and national emergencies and all that, before we do all that, here's what I want you to do. You can leave me an open mic message if you want in our uh, downloadable mobile app in the uh, News 104.5 mobile app, or you can just call in 855-765-1045 and tell me if you were president for one day. If you were president for one day and you could just sign an executive order to do whatever you wanted to do, what's the one thing you would do on your president's day? I have a couple of ideas. I do more than one. I do a lot of things. I would have more executive orders in that one day than there have been in the history of the United States of America. 855-765-1045. You're president for one day. It's your president's day. What's the one thing? You would want to do. eight five five seven six five one zero four five. We got to take a quick break. It's the Marquette Show on News 104.5, WOKV. This is the Marquette Show. I'm Marquette. Thanks so much for joining me today. Everybody's celebrating Happy Donald Trump Day. Yeah. Uh, that's going to ruffle a few feathers. Hold on, now, now, hold on, now I've got, i got to mess with my buttons here. Hey, guess what?
1: For everybody who is saying that President Trump is not their president, how about you go to work today and not celebrate President's Day?
0: Is that, is that a thing? Like, can you, if you don't, uh, if you don't think that Donald Trump's your president, if you're one of those, not my president, can you, can we force people to go to work? <laughs> that, that might be. Anyway, 855 uh, 765 We're doing a little, uh, we're having a little fun today. We're playing a little game. We're wondering if you were president for one day, just today, let's say on, it's like Groundhog Day, you know, but you get to be president. What would you, what's the one thing you would want to do on uh, on this day if you had that power?
1: I would ensure that the workday stopped at 2 p.m. and that beer drinking began shortly thereafter.
0: I'll tell you what, my workday stops at noon, and by 2 o'clock I'm already six beers in. And- but uh, that's just me.
1: President for just one day, you couldn't do anything. Now dictator for a day, now
0: you're talking. A dictator. Happy Dictators Day, H D D. That would be great. But again, you know, I, you know, and a lot of people already have accused Donald Trump of being a dictator. So they're, they'd probably celebrate something like that. If I was president for a day, I'd build a dang wall. I'd build the dang wall. That's kind of what Donald Trump did on Friday, uh, with his with with his actual. Um, uh, the executive order, the executive order, of the national emergency that he signed finally. And he said, hey, here's the deal. This is the deal. We got a national emergency, folks. We've got drugs coming across the border. We've got to do that. You know, and what's going to happen is we know they're going to sue and then we're going to lose and then we're going to win and yada, yada, yada and back and forth. And in fact, they made fun of it. You know, it was a big hit. You know, it was a very popular thing to do because they made fun of it. On a Saturday Night Live with Alec Baldwin. So I'm going to sign these papers for emergency, and then I'll immediately be sued, and the ruling will not go in my favor, and then I end up in the Supreme Court, and then I'll call my buddy Kavanaugh, and I'll say it's time to repay the Donny, and he'll say new phone, who dis? Yeah, and then of course, <laughs> of course, Donald Trump went on Twitter and uh, went off on Alec Baldwin and uh, Saturday Night Live and the fake news media, and you know, so it's just like a like a typical weekend. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. So you get to be president for a day what would you do claudia from st augustine how are you claudia i'm wonderful how are you doing i'm doing great happy president's day what would you uh, do if you were president for a day
1: i would use my executive order to indict hillary and all the rest of her cronies with that horrible email debacle and because they're the ones that are the deplorables
0: so you're the That's so you're you would finally lock her up, lock her up, lock her up, lock her up. Lock, absolutely. OK. All right. Absolutely. Yeah. A lot of people are a lot of people are a little upset that that never happened. So if you were president for a day, I'd be on the top of your list. This is Jerry on the west side. Hi, Jerry. How are you? I woke up fat and bald. How are you, sir? Uh, it's about the same. About the same. All right. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, what would what, <laughs> what, you do if you were president for a day, Jerry?
2: Well, I only got one, so I don't want to waste it. I would uh, use my executive order to ensure that any song published, copyrighted, or played over the public airwaves must contain the phrase E I E I O.
0: And why would you do that, just out of curiosity?
2: I think it brings everyone together. I think it's self explanatory. Any sort of genre, classical music, country music, rap, soul, hip hop, it all will be improved
0: by the phrase E I E I. Yeah, I got it. you know what there's a lot of songs uh we play on some of our stations here that we own that could definitely be improved, like you know you know, rolling down the street, popping caps in his butt E-I-E-I-O. Oh. Like that would be a good one. I like that. I you know what, maybe we could get that going. Uh John from Jacksonville, how are you?
1: Oh, I'm great, Marquette. Hey, thank you, and I love your show. And all I can say is E I E I O. Great. If I was, if I was the president. Yeah. Here's what I would do. Okay, sure. I cannot fig—I cannot figure out for the life of me how we pay these people in Washington when they don't show up for work. Yeah, the representatives if they don't vote, if the senators. And the second thing is they need to have exactly. The same kind of health insurance that the rest of the people in the United States have.
0: So you would make sure that the senators, just like the rest of us, don't get paid if they don't show for work and have to have the same exact health insurance so they know exactly what they're voting for.
1: Exactly. And the only thing is what I don't really I don't get it. How we pay these people and they don't show up
0: to vote is beyond me yeah no that's great that's a great idea hey thanks so much for the call eight five five seven six five one oh four five e-i-e-i-o what uh what would you do you're president for one day president's day means you are president for a day what would you do Smart the show more of your phone calls and open mic messages coming up on news 104.5 wokb wow is that right 200 protests surplus 200 protests Over the over the uh, state of national emergency. You know, this open mic message we just got sure does ring true.
1: But for everybody who is saying that President Trump is not their president, how
0: about you? No, that's not it. There was another one. Where was Oh, here it is. If the
2: Democrats put as much effort in working with the president as they do as opposing him, maybe something would get done.
0: I mean, think about that. Think about if we've rechanneled that energy. Wouldn't that be amazing, all those protests, all that anger, all the Maxine Waters quotes, uh, you know, where she's telling people to take to the streets, all of the uh, all of the negativity that Joe. B- By the way, somebody somebody wrote and said Joe Biden did not say America was an embarrassment. And we have that clip. So if you're one of those people that's like, excuse me, you're misquoting Joe Biden, we'll play it for you here in just a minute, though. First, let's get back to the phones with We have a bunch of people that want to comment on uh, on what they would do if they were president for just one day. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five, or you can leave us an open mic message too like this one.
1: I would open up the investigations for Russian collusion by the Democrat Party.
0: Yeah, I mean, while you're investigating, you've got all the Russian collusion investigations in place. You might as well just open the scope and say, hey, instead of just one party, why don't we do it as, uh, why don't we investigate both parties? If I was president for the day, I would
2: designate the Democratic Party as a hate group.
0: Yeah, uh, <laughs> (laughs) Oh, you think they're a hate group now? Just wait until these 200 protests start. 855-765-1045. 855-765-1045. Betty in Jacksonville. How are you, Betty? I'm great. Oh, great. What what would you do if you were president for just one day? What would be your big executive order that you would push? Well, what I
1: told your screener was I would reschedule you for 1 to 4 in the morning.
0: Oh, wow. (laughs) <laughs> why is why is that? Is the show the show's that bad?
1: No, no, no. I want you around, but I, I need Brian Kilmeade in the morning. Oh,
0: okay, Brian, yeah. You need Brian? Well, I'm sorry. Okay, so you would put me 1 to 4 a.m., <laughs> yes. which is basically like not even being on the radio at all. And oh, you would, really? I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. But not as much as Brian Kilmeade.
1: Not as much as Brian Kilmeade.
0: Okay. That's right. All right, Betty. Well, listen, hey, I appreciate it. <laughs> I'm so glad she's not president for the day. Do not vote for Betty, folks. Uh, Robert, also, tell Brian call, kill me to stop having his mom call the show, would you? Thanks. Uh, Robert from Arlington, how you doing?
1: Fine. Uh, if I was uh, president for a, a day, I have, uh, the, uh, I'd dismantle a two-party system and go back to the four-party system and get rid of the political incest between the Republicans and the Democrats, and I'd probably install you as the vice president.
0: You just install me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. I was born in Canada. I can't take the position. Yeah. 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 Uh, it,
1: it, it, well,
0: that's a joke. Actually, so Yeah. It, no, I get it. So you would you would get rid you would abolish the two party system and go to a four party system.
1: Yeah. Like how the party how the country was uh, – Well, originally the the country was founded to have a four party system at yeah. the federal level.
0: Right. No. I know. Because, but I, I mean. Don't...
1: It didn't work out that way. If you
0: you think about it, Robert, we do actually have, I mean, we have four parties. It's just that two of them are dominant. You've got the Republicans, the Democrats, the Independents, and then uh, the Green Party. Oh, wait, you also have the Libertarian Party. Then you have, like, the new Nationalist Party, the Socialist Party. We have, like, a 19-party system. I believe there's, like, an agnostic representative party. There's some other party that represents Wiccans. There's uh, it, it, I mean, it, it's the party. The number of parties goes on and on. And the great news is if you want to run for president and they already have candidates on all these other parties, you could just you could just then start a new party and call it the party party. uh, Or we like to party or the party hard. Any and all of those things. Michael in Jacksonville. How are you? Hey, how are you doing, Mr. Mark? Tate I'm doing good, man. How are you doing, Mr. Mike? Kell?
1: <laughs> I'm doing
0: fine myself. What would so, you do? You're president for a day, Michael. What would you do?
1: If I was president for today, I would end the use of the two most divisive terms, in my opinion, in America, and that is describing races as black and white. You got Negro and Caucasian and other things, but when you decide that one is black and one is white, uh, undoubtedly you're saying one is better, one is worse, and uh, so forth and so on. It's a subconscious thing, but if we did away
0: with that... Uh, I believe we'd be better off. Okay. But so you know, no no more black and white, just all, all shades of gray? No, sir. That's not what I said.
1: I'm a Negro. You may be a Caucasian. That's neither black nor white. That describes my race. Right. So if you want to write it on the application, they seem to always put either African American, so forth and so on, and all these other terms, but they always continue to refer to one race as white. Yeah. which is superior, which is better, which is subconsciously, no matter how you slice it, that's what you're saying when you do that.
0: What, what difference does it make, though, if you just change the word? I mean, you're still, you're still separating people by race.
1: People are separated by race, but right. they're not separated by color. Just like when my kids were in school, they made excellent grades, and they were always accused of, a.k.a. acting white. And so my children decided to tell other kids, how can you act a color? You can't. The thing that I'm saying is this, is that we divide because of that, and and we, the the Negroes, we never get to decide what we're called. Yeah. The the, the Democrats, I'll say it that way, always decide what we're called. One day we're called people of color, then the next day we're called African-Americans, and now they got this new term that they're using that comes straight out of the apartheid playbook,
0: brown people that yeah no that's you know what and i now i understand your point that's interesting all right michael hey thanks so much for calling we appreciate it so we got to get rid of the part the two-party system we got to get rid of black and white uh we have to put me on in the morning and bring bring back brian kilmead this is very you know what this is so interesting to see what people really care about because there's what the media tells you people care about which is health care and Russian collusion and investigating the president. And we know none of that's true. And then there's what Donald Trump cares about, which is building the wall and security at the border and drugs and that kind of thing. But then there's what people actually really care about, because if you were given the powers of the presidency for one day, one day only one person said they would build the wall. A lot of people are saying we would investigate the Democrats or we would just get rid of them altogether. Other people are saying we would, uh, you know, we would make sure that, that we have the radio shows on that we want. Racial issues are a big deal, apparently. But, but that's, a, that's the thing. You don't hear about any of that in the media. However, when we ask a simple question, what's the one thing? You would do with your executive powers if you were if presidents you woke up President's Day. It's like a weird it's like a weird groundhog you know, Groundhog Day with Bill Murray and that amazing movie. It's like you wake up on President's Day and instead of being in your bed, you're in the White House and you're in the president's bed, not with the president. You're not Stormy Daniels, but you wake up, you're in the president's bed and all of a sudden you're the president of the United States and you go down to the Oval Office and you can do whatever you want. What would you want to do? 855-765-1045. You can download our mobile app, too. You can leave me an open mic message, and uh, we'll play that on the air as well. It's News 104.5 in the Google Play Store or the iTunes Store, the Apple Music Store, uh, 85, or the Apple App Store. 855-765-1045. Quick break. More of your phone calls coming up. It's the Markay Show on News 104.5 WOKV. Yeah, I got the Biden stuff right here. But he clearly – I'm okay – did he say America is an embarrassment? No. Did he say we are an embarrassment? Yes, he did. Well, I'll, I'll explain that here in just a minute. We'll get some of your reaction to that, too. It's just him. This is him declaring his candidacy, folks. This is how it's done nowadays. You don't just say, I'm going to be president. You go somewhere overseas. You get a large group of people together. And you bash the, pre- the current president and the current administration. And you, uh, and you speak poorly about your country. And that's how you become a Democratic frontrunner for president these days. And that's why, and you know, Bernie Sanders is sitting around going, "Why didn't I think of that?" But uh, it doesn't matter. He'll be, he'll be fine. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. All right. So before we, uh, before we switch into that, and before I play those Biden clips for you, we have a ton of people on the line that want to play. Uh, you wake up on President's Day and you're the president for a day. What do you do? This is Lemieux from Jacks Beach. Hello, Lemieux. How are you? Lemwell. Oh, what is it, Lemwell? Yes. Oh, sorry, Lemwell. How are you, Lemwell? Pretty good. Oh, good. What would you do if you woke up, you were president for one day? I would drain the swamp. You would? Okay. And how exactly would you do that? <laughs> that seems like it would take more than one
1: day. You're fine.
0: Yeah, you're fine. Just go in and just clean house. So, yeah, you know, there's probably a lot of holdouts, too, from the Obama administration you could get rid of. Hey, thanks for calling. We appreciate it. Mary in Jacksonville, what's going on? How are you? I'm fine. Uh, if I had a
1: chance, I'd try to convince us. Crazy government that they need to enact a 10% tax similar to that after World War, II, World War II or during and after or during and
0: after. Hang on, Mayor. I'm going to have to let you go because whatever you're trying to tell us, the government does not want us to hear. And they are jamming your frequency. Um, so I would find a secure location and I would get yourself a new phone. Stat. It's my... My my advice, Marilyn in Jacksonville. How are you, Marilyn?
1: I'm fine. How are you? Great. Happy President's
0: Day. What would you do if you woke up on President's Day and you were president for a day?
1: Well, number one, I got to tell you, I do not like Kilmeade.
0: <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> I appreciate. I mean, it's very nice. Okay, well, never mind. All right. So, thank you. I appreciate that. What? <laughs> that? What else? What would you do as president, though? I uh,
2: number one. If I can have two, I need two.
0: You need two. And okay. I'm-
2: Build the wall, build the wall and then, and then investigate Pelosi, Schumer and Clinton until they're indicted and in prison. OK, probably Leavenworth, Kansas.
0: OK, got it. What would like if you could just do one of those two, which one would be more important?
2: the wall.
0: Okay. See, there you go. That's what I thought. And that, and that just goes to show how in line with the voters President Trump seems to be. Uh, Jerome in Jacksonville. How are you, Jerome? Hey, man. What's up, bro? Hey, Just hanging out, buddy. What do you want to say? Hey, hey, look. I want to recognize workers.
2: Hard-working Americans. Yeah. Uh, we seen it from President's Day to Hard-Working Americans Day. And people who complain, we want to see how much, we want to
1: look at you what you're doing. If you ain't doing that, can't complain if you okay
0: okay, that's that's a great idea hey are you yeah yeah if you ain't doing jack you can't complain and we'll have some and we'll have representatives go around and just like decide how much are you doing jack how much jack are you doing you're doing a little bit of jack so you can only complain a little but if you're doing if you're doing a lot of jack then you know lucky jack and also you get you can complain till the cows come home. Share it. also. Don't we have Labor Day? Isn't that considered hardworking Americans Day? Maybe it's just the name. Maybe people don't realize Labor Day is in celebration of the American worker. Maybe we should just change it to Hardworking Americans Day. 855-765-1045 is the number. And then when uh Andrea was Alexandria Ocasio Cortez when she passes the Green New Deal and everybody gets money whether or not they work, um you know whether they work or not. We just get rid of it all together. Sherry in Jacksonville, what's up?
1: Hey, I would make more money available at the local level for the opioid crisis. Yeah. That is, to me, the number one issue that is facing my community and the uptick in crime.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, because there's a big uptick in crime here in Jacksonville, especially just over the weekend.
1: It's horrible. And yeah. the majority of that is they're fighting over territory for drug distribution. Right. We're in the we're in the crosshairs. It is affecting in all different levels kids i i have friends who have good kids good families and they're struggling with this yeah so it's not just the dirty neighborhoods and the gangs and you know the stuff that's that's making the news we are suffering as a community from this crisis and as a If I were president, I would definitely reach down into communities and help them and come up with a comprehensive plan to actually get a handle on this.
0: And you bring up a great point, too, because, you know, Donald Trump, he always mentions the drugs and the crime coming across the border and 90 percent of the drugs come across the southern border. And, you know, the whole the whole drug business in our country is set up from folks in South America and Latin America who cash in. And it does affect you locally. When you wake up on Sunday morning, or on even today, a lot of people woke up. We were driving in. I was listening to Rich Jones, and he's talking about how basically our crime rate doubled this weekend. We had seven shootings, four deaths. It was crazy. It was like the wild, wild west. And these are all drug-related crimes, I assume. I mean, we look—they're still investigating. But a lot of the crime in Jacksonville is, like you said, territorial. Between the uh, between the local between the local drug dealers and, you know, and there's beef involved and there's you know, they take matters into their own hands and it's a violent epidemic and it does come down to drugs and something Donald Trump said that they made fun of on Saturday Night Live and everywhere else was when I talked to President Xi, he said, we don't have a drug problem because we execute people who are caught dealing drugs. It's the death penalty for dealing drugs and that's why there's no drug problem in china and people said donald trump wants to execute people for non-lethal crimes and alec baldwin made fun of it um made fun of it on on saturday night live you know but maybe maybe the point is maybe we don't execute people but are the i mean there are folks out there that want that want drug dealers released from prison maybe the opposite is true maybe we should have harder penalties 855 susan in jacksonville how are you susan I'm good. How are you? Great. You wake up, you're president for a day. What do you do?
1: Um, I send the Secret Service to arrest Hillary Clinton, John Podesta, and uh, Nancy Pelosi. And then I have my Secret Service go verify that Ruth Bader Ginsburg is really alive. <laughs> and then, That's and cool. then I, pardon, and, uh, I pardon Flynn,
0: um... Uh, Manafort? I got it. Yeah, no, you got You're just going to help. You're going to help all your friends and punish all your enemies. I love it. Hey, Jerry, real quick, before we go to break, what would you do if you were president for a day? I would uh, start off
2: by kissing Melania good morning, and then I would spend the day following her around and seeing what she does.
0: I I don't want to know what you do at night. 855, hey, come here, baby, give me a kiss. 855-765-1045. Quick break. You're president for one day only. What would you do? It's the Markay Show, News 104.5, WOKV.
1: Man, the streets are empty today. Everybody's celebrating
0: Happy Donald Trump Day. Well, except for Nancy Pelosi. She's celebrating Thanksgiving. Again, I'm sure. Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. (laughs) Wait, what? (laughs) <laughs> wow! If Nancy Pelosi thinks Valentine's Day is Thanksgiving, I wonder what she thinks Thanksgiving is. Maybe on maybe she's gonna be stuffing her heart with uh, old bread or something like that. She's gotta stuff her heart with something because I guarantee it's pretty empty. Uh- <laughs> Thank you, Frosty. Star Star nine five or uh, Star Star one oh four five or eight five five seven six five one oh four five. Thanks. This is a really interesting experiment that we're doing here on this President's Day. And this is something uh, we This came right from our open mic messages. Basically, here's the deal. It's President's Day. And people started leaving us open mic saying if I were president today. You know what I would if I were president for just one day, here's what I would do. And it's really interesting because we've been taking calls on it now for about 20 minutes or so. We got a bunch of open mic messages, uh, people, you know, people telling us what they would do if they had the power of the presidency for one day. For example, term limits on Congress. Yeah, like that's something, you know, you hear about from time to time, but it's not a major issue. But it's what's really, it's what really people are thinking about. You know, it's not what the media tells you you want to do, or it's not what the media tells us we should do as Americans or what our leaders should do. It's not what the candidates are telling you the big problems are. You know, uh, all the Democrats who are running for office now saying we need a, a basic w- American wage, whether you work or not, so that we can sustain. But we need uh, to rebuild all of our buildings and make them make them environmentally stable. We need to get rid of air travel and just ride around on trains everywhere we go, chug a a you know, these are the these are the issues that they claim are important. However, if if you're given the power of the presidency, not one person has said anything about the environment. Not one person has said anything about Obamacare or education. Not one person has said anything about about, uh, you know, whatever, whatever bogus kind about Russian collusion. Nobody seems to care about that or actually believe that there is any, especially after the reports that were coming out last week. So what is it that really is important? If you had the power of the presidency for one day, one day, how would you use it? What would your executive order be? This is Caitlin in Mandarin. Caitlin, thanks for calling the Mark K Show. How are you? Doing good. Hope you are, too. I'm doing very well. Thanks for asking. What would you do, Caitlin, if you could be president for a single day?
1: I would issue a mandate that all the states, except the Convention of the States, and that would put the government back in the hands of the people.
0: You would. OK, say that one more time. You would order the, re- the states to adopt the convention Got of it. the state. Yes. And it would put the government back in the hands of the people. Yes. Yeah, so you would basically abolish the federal government if you were president for a day. <laughs> I mean, hey, you know what? Go big or go home. Go, you only got one day. You might as well make the most impact that you possibly can you possibly can. Hey, Neil in Jacksonville. Hey, thanks for calling the Marquee hey, show, Neil. How are you? Good morning. How are you, sir? Great. What would you do if you could be president for a day? I would switch party affiliations to a Democrat, so the
2: nutty Democrats can't run for president, and I'd run against the Republican ticket. <laughs>
0: That's tricky. Look at you, man! All of a sudden, walk up and say, "I'm a Democrat now," and then that's it. Boom! You're the incumbent. Everybody else is off the ticket. I love that idea. That's a great idea. I wonder if Donald Trump. Uh, I wonder if Donald Trump's team is going to think of that. Jeff in Jacksonville, what's going on, Jeff? How are you? Hey, good sir. Good morning. Uh, good morning. What do you want to say? What would you do? You wake up and you're in the Oval Office and you're President for one day. What would you do?
2: Uh, hey, first off, Mark, I want to let you know you are going toe-to-toe with Brian Kilmeade
0: out there, so don't sweat anything. I was <laughs> Okay, thank you. I wasn't, I wasn't really sweating. but <laughs> I didn't think you were. Yeah, no, but I appreciate, I appreciate the call. Uh, what, what would you do if yeah. you were president?
1: <laughs> Great job overall. So I think that Pfizer report, they, they got redacted. Yeah. Heavily, I would unredact every single line of that.
2: Release it to the
0: public and let the public make a decision on it. That's a great idea. Unridic- think about all of the documents out there that you could just release to the public. Think about all the investigations that probably got buried during the Obama administration. Think about all of the all the testimony that, like you said, is is uh, is national is could, is um, saved for uh, national security or is or is uh, censored for national security. It's got the top secret clearance. Think about all of the documents that you could you could unsecure. And just make public. That would be, that would be devastating, I guarantee, to several Democrats, living and dead. I would, I mean, that's a great idea. Just start going, just call up the FBI, call up the CIA, say, I want every single piece of information. I want every document that is top secret or higher on the Democratic Party, on the Clinton collusion, on the Clinton investigation, on the Clinton email scandal, on Barack Obama delivering all that money to the Middle East, on every single thing that the Democrats have done. I want every piece of of top secret information, and I'm going to redact it. I'm going to release it all. I'm going to declassify everything. Just declassify everything. Let him. Amer- let everybody know. And uh, oh god, that's that's a great idea. That's genius, Jim. On the north side, how are you, Jim?
2: I'm doing fine, Mark. Um, if I was president for a day, I would do two things. Number one, any illegal immigrant that enters our country, I would have him shipped directly to Nancy Pelosi's house. And number two, I would have order all the walls around any Hollywood liberals' mansions torn down.
0: Oh, look at that. Look at that. So that's uh, move the illegal immigrants to California and then tear down all the walls because they don't like them. That's interesting. That is an interesting point How uh, with the sanctuary cities. And that's something we should discuss at a later date. But you know, if sanctuary cities want to be sanctuary cities, why don't we just let them? You know, when build walls around them and then they can have like their own little governments and they can deal with all the problems. Uh, and then, of course, you cut off the federal funding. Harry from Jacksonville. How are you? Hey, good. Good. How are you doing? Great. What would you, what would you do as president of the United States for a day? I think the biggest thing would be to uh, write an executive order to get rid of
2: term limits for Congress and, you know, Senate and all that kind of stuff yeah. so that we
0: can get people like Pelosi and Schumer out. OK, this is this is really interesting because you're now the third Maybe the fourth person to bring up term limits, term limits. And thank you for calling. We appreciate it. Term limits is not in any Democratic agenda. You'll hear term limits come up. In fact, our own governor, Ron DeSantis, when Ron DeSantis was in the Congress, he enacted legislation with the help of Ted Cruz, a senator, a congressman, both Republicans. They wanted to pass legislation installing term limits. They wanted to pass legislation installing term limits on Congress people, on senators. They offered a grandfather clause so that anyone currently serving like Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer, which would either but you know, that's the one downside of it, would be able. They'd be grandfathered in and they could continue to run. But anybody knew. Think about this. Think about this. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. All right. Congresswoman Tlaib. I forget her first name. Uh, All of these people, all of these young Congress people who come in, what if they were limited to four terms to just eight years What if they came in at age 28 or 29 or 30 or whatever it is, and they had eight years to do what they wanted to do instead of a lifetime? What if they had eight years and then they got to go back into the private sector? Then they have to go figure out something else to do. Then they have to pass the baton to the next generation or to a different set of eyes. You know, let somebody else brainstorm. Let somebody else come up with some laws. What what happens now is they see people like Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer and all these folks who have been there forever. And they go, well, I mean, look, if I get elected now, uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is in a hugely Democratic district, a hugely minority district in the Bronx. She ain't going nowhere anytime soon. But what if there was a limit on her terms? Too late now. She'd be grandfathered in 28, 29 years. I don't even know how old she's not even 30. She could be there potentially for the next God knows how many years. I mean, which would be really entertaining. I'm going to be honest with you. I hope she sticks around for a long time because it gives me really gives me stuff to talk about. You know, it really it helps us out when we do like what the bleep and all. I mean, if she leaves, I will cry. But there's but that's the thing. Term limits have come up more than anything else, more than the wall, more than Russian collusion, more than locking up Hillary Clinton. That's something that's really important to Americans. You hear no Democrats talking about it, and you hear only two Republicans even mentioning it. But isn't that something? Isn't that something that we should really look into? Wouldn't that be a genius platform for somebody to run on? If there's a if there's a Republican out there who maybe wants to make a future for themselves, term limits seems to be a big deal for folks. We already have them for the presidency, we have them for our governors. Why is it that the executive branch is limited, but the congressional branch is not? It's ridiculous. It, it's, uh, it, and it's something that people are becoming more and more aware of. Andy from Greencove Springs. Hey, Andy, how are you? Oh, I'm doing great. How are you doing this morning? Oh, doing really well. Uh, happy President's Day. Let's say you're president for a day. What would you want to do? Oh, I'd have the uh, CIA investigate the uh, referee from the Saints-Rams game. <laughs> For the <laughs> their, no pass interference call, yeah, yeah, and him to live in New Orleans. You could <laughs> just, you know, you could, probably, your president, you could probably just order a hit on the guy. Hey, thanks, thanks so much for calling. We appreciate it. That guy's life, by the way, totally ruined by that no call. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. We have to take a quick break. We got more of your phone calls, more of your open mics coming up. This is the Marque Show on News one hundred four point five WOKV. <laughs> OK, thanks so much for joining me today, folks. We appreciate it. Happy President's Day. I uh, hope everybody's doing really well. The uh, every, A lot of people are not working today. Like our our stream is not working for some reason. <laughs> but That's OK. It was working uh, for most of the show. So whatever. We'll be back tomorrow on Facebook and Twitch and everything else. In the meantime, we got a bunch of people online that are commenting on our our inter- very interesting social experiment today. This is something and this is basically saying we're basically what we're asking is what's most important to you. Uh, when it comes to the president of the United States and his policies, you know, Donald Trump made a big splash on Friday when he declared a state of emergency at the southern border. He said um, there's a state of emergency we're declaring a state of emergency. We need to have a wall where the drugs are coming in, the crimes coming in, the people are coming in. It's horrible. And Congress isn't doing what we want it to do. So what we're going to do is take matters into our own hands and declare a state of emergency. And then, of course, people automatically ran to the courts to sue him, which he said he knew was going to happen. And uh, he said, look, we're going to we're going to get sued and then we're going to lose and then we're going to get sued again. We're going to lose again. Supreme Court. We're going to win. Alec Baldwin made uh, you know a great big deal about it on Saturday Night Live. So I'm going to sign these papers for emergency, and then I'll immediately be sued, and the ruling will not go in my favor, and then I'll end up in the Supreme Court, and then I'll call my buddy Kavanaugh, and I'll say it's under repay the Donnie, and I'll say new phone, who dis? Yeah. And so, uh, so, so that's basically where we are. But here's a good question. Let's say you were president for just one day. President's Day means you get the power of the presidency. What would you do? What's most important in your mind to the American people? Tony in Palm Coast. How are you, Tony? hey what's going
1: on <laughs> hey look honestly it's like this how about we just don't build a wall and tell everybody else in the world to turn against their government and now they're all a part of the u.s
0: simple problem fix don't build a wall tell everyone to turn against their government and then just the entire world is the united states of america yeah right yeah well the problem with that is a lot of other countries that aren't the united states of america if you turn against the governor uh the government they shoot you or they put you in prison forever or you're never seen. I mean, try try going to Russia and having the freedoms that uh to protest and to um and to, uh, you know, to urge the government, you know, to basically be violent against government officials and to write whatever you want and to publish fake news. See what happens if you try to do that in any other country. But this one, you know, in North Korea, they execute people for that, for less than that. Uh Same with Russia. You know, how many of Putin's detractors have disappeared? I mean, you can say the same thing about the Clintons, I guess, too. Uh Richard in Middleburg. How are you, Richard? i uh, fine. Thank you, sir. Thank you for taking my call. Oh, absolutely. Thanks uh, for calling. What would you do if you're president for one day? The first thing I would do is I would repeal the
1: limitation on the presidency. Oh. That way I could serve four terms just like uh, Roosevelt did. And therefore, uh, I would believe the Democrats would be more in line to want to set a term limit for everybody.
0: Oh, I see what you're saying, dude. Like do the polar opposite, like reverse psychology. If they don't want term limits on themselves, if they don't want term limits on Congress— then just take the term limits off the presidency so that Donald Trump could be reelected till he's like 108 years odds. That would definitely get them in. That would definitely get them thinking about term limits again. Uh, hey, thanks for calling. This is Dave in Jack's Beach. Hey, Dave, what's your uh, what you want to say? All right, Mark.
1: So here's my plan. Yeah. Any country that votes against us in the United Nations, I'm pulling all financial funding from them. I'm pulling all troops out of their country. I'm bringing those troops home. I'm putting them on the southern border, and I'm using that money that I took from them to give them all raises and buy them all lots and lots of bullets.
0: I like Go it. Ahead, I on. like it. That it seems, you know, that uh, that seems like a great idea. If you're not, if you're not our friend in public, we're not your friend in private. We're gonna, we're gonna stop paying. You know, there's, there's probably so much money out there, like Donald Trump said, that we're spending on other countries that we should be spending maybe on our own. 855 765 It's the Mark K Show. Coming up, did Biden actually call the United States an embarrassment overseas? We'll play the clip for you. It's the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. <laughs> All right, this is the Markay Show. Thanks so much for joining me today. Uh, before we get to our President's Day game, which we came up with, we're going to do a little presidential trivia because it's President's Day and we love games, and a lot of people don't. I feel like there's a lot of people that, that aren't as well-versed in the history of the presidency. They may know, you know, sure, they know a lot about Donald Trump because, well, they watch the news. It may not be accurate what they know, but they know a lot about him. They may know a lot about Barack Obama or some of the more recent presidents, but we have had 45 of them. You know, we've had 45, and sometimes uh, our... This is interesting, but sometimes our school system may not do as good a job at um may not do as good a job at at what is it what's wrong? Oh, you can you're like walking around the side. I see that there's something going on. I don't know what it is. Uh but well, they may not do as good a job at teaching you about the presidency as they should. So, we're going to find out uh we're going to find out exactly what you know and what you don't know. 855-765-1045. We'll do that here in just a minute. But first, uh here's what here's the interesting thing. Joe Biden Joe Biden just the other day was speaking to a group of people in Munich. He was in Munich, Germany, and he was doing his little Joe Biden thing. He was talking about, you know, the United States of America and why he feels like he's the best person to be president and all that kind of stuff. Basically, he's 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 ramping up to become president, uh, the presidential candidate for the Democrats. There's already 11. He wants to be, like, the 12th or the 13th or however many there are. And, uh, you know, he goes out there and he starts talking about American values and basic human decency. And what he ends up doing is saying that America is an embarrassment. The America I see values basic human decency,
2: not snatching children from their parents or turning our back on refugees at our border. Americans know that's not right. The American people understand Please. Because it makes us
0: a, an embarrassing. Yeah, it may, we're an embarrassment. It makes us embarrassing. And the thing that is, I mean, th- there's two interesting points about this. First of all, what he cites, the whole thing about snatching babies at the border is that's an Obama, <laughs> that's from his administration, not Donald Trump's. That's a continuation of a policy that's been around for years. Uh, he neglects to mention that, though. He just decides to tell everyone how embarrassing we are. Americans know that's not right. The American people understand, please,
2: because it makes us embarrassing.
0: Yeah, it makes an embarrassment. And the thing, the other thing is, any other candidate on the, if it were a Republican, uh, that wanted to go out there and they wanted to, um, you know, they, they wanted to be president of the United States, this would not be the way to do it. However, when you're Joe Biden, this is the perfect way to do it. When you're a Democrat and you're running for president, you need to figure out how to get yourself into the good graces of the party and joe biden has a tougher time than anyone else in fact there's a couple of articles there's one article i read called why joe biden shouldn't run for president that was published by cnn there's another one from politico that says how does a straight white male democrat run for president okay this is basically joe biden's worst nightmare joe biden had he run last time against hillary clinton he may have had a shot he may have had a shot. He was coming off of the a, a vice presidency with a very popular president. He was, you know, his son died. He could have actually had a little bit of a sympathetic vote. He could have shown America he was, you know, he was up for the uh, up for the task. He was ready to go. But he didn't. He out again to Hillary Clinton. We're not sure how much money he got paid off. I'm sure some, you know, just the same way they paid off Bernie Sanders to, to duck out of the race. Same way they paid off the, uh, superdelegates to make sure that the election was handed to her before it even started. All of these things, you know, happened. And, and, and Joe Biden, instead of standing up and saying, I'm the next guy to be president of the United States. I'm the guy that need, that the Democrats need. I'm the guy that America needs. He bowed out. He said, yeah, I'll do it next time. Well, now it's next time. And the Democratic party has changed a lot. And it's true. Joe Biden is old. He's white. He's straight. I mean, what's he got going for him? He sounds like a Republican. These are all things that they use to describe Republicans on the left. He's not a woman. Hillary Clinton at least had that going for him, for her. He's not young like all the Democrats that are getting elected now, like the Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Young is hot, man. Young is the way to be in the Democratic Party. Old people are old. You know, unless you're grandfathered in like Nancy Pelosi, who is actually a grandfather – I believe a great grandfather or mother, whatever, uh, you know, unless you're unless you're grandfathered in like Nancy Pelosi, Again, I wish you all happy Thanksgiving. then you're not going anywhere. You know, are you are you I mean, you are getting you're getting replaced by a younger, more youthful uh, Democratic Party. The millennials are coming for you. He's he's got nothing interesting about him. He's not a Muslim. You know, he's not agnostic. He doesn't uh, he doesn't identify as some different sexual orientation. Nothing like that. He's an old, boring, rich, straight white dude from Delaware. Probably the whitest state in the union. How is he going to survive in the presidential party? Now, look at Bernie Sanders. All right. Bernie Sanders, old, white, rich dude from Connecticut. All right. Or no, I'm sorry. Vermont, Vermont, the second white state next to Delaware. But he's a socialist. Bernie Sanders identifies as a socialist. He identifies as a millennial who thinks everything should be free and who wants to just take all the money from the rich and give it to the poor. He's willing. He's willing to go out and he's willing to make these claims and say, look, I may be this, but I'm going to talk and act and think and and debate like I'm this. And he's going to give all the young Democratic voters everything they want. He's going to give them the free school. He's going to give them the free, uh you know, he's going to give them the free uh, health care. He's going to give them the free what money just for being alive and American. You know, that's his whole platform. That's what the Democrats want. He's going to say, sure, you want to rebuild all the buildings? Let's rebuild all the buildings. Is Joe Biden willing to do that? He's going to have to do something. So in order to in order to be embraced by the new Democratic Party, this old, straight, rich, white dude has to come in and do something that's going to make him make him slightly idolized by a lot of crazy liberals and going out to Munich and saying the United States is an embarrassment and our president is an embarrassment and he's snatching children from the border and we know we're ashamed. Man, saying that Americans are ashamed to be Americans, that's, that's like rule number one of becoming a Democratic frontrunner. And that's what he's trying to do. That's what he's trying to do. I don't know how far left Joe Biden's going to go. Is he willing to become a socialist? Is he willing to abandon capitalism? I mean, he's one of the rich. He's one of the richest guys in the Democratic Party. Is he willing to do it to give all that up? Is he willing to say, "Hey, we need to we need to tax people at 90%." How many votes is that going to get him? Do you think that moderates and independents are going to make a move toward Joe Biden? Maybe if he talked more like a moderate or a conserv- or a uh, an independent but in order to be accepted by the party that he's a member of, and it's a different party than when he started. When he started, the Democrats were more like Republicans. But now it is it is drastically changed. It is so radical, and he doesn't fit, and he knows this. So before he goes off and declares his presidency, he's gotta go out and say that he knows that, that we're an embarrassment. The America I see values basic human
2: decency, not snatching children from their parents, are turning our back on refugees at our border. Americans know that's not right. The American people understand, please, because it makes us a, a, embarrassing.
0: 855 765 1045. Have no, make no mistake about it. This was the precursor to him declaring his candidacy. And when he got that applause in Munich and when he said that America was an embarrassment and when that went viral, when all the news agencies started covering it, Joe Biden said, "Okay, now I've got my foot back into the new Democratic Party. Now I've got my foot in and I'm going to squeeze my way in there. His biggest competition is going to be Bernie Sanders, because quite frankly, you throw a pair of glasses on Joe Biden and you muss up his hair they could be twins 855-765-1045 all right listen before we get out of here because it's Presidents' Day, we're gonna do a little presidential trivia quiz if you think you know a lot about presidents or if you just think you're a good guesser and you want to win some free market show on uh, news 104.5 wokv swag give us a buzz 855-765-1045 presidential trivia coming up next on news 104.5 wokv This is the Markay Show. Thank you so much for joining us today, folks. I uh, I hope you're enjoying your presence Day, no matter no matter what you're doing. Man, the streets are empty today. Everybody's celebrating
1: Happy Donald Trump Day. <laughs>
0: That's <laughs> like the worst thing you could say. If you have any Democratic friends, send them a Happy Donald Donald Trump Day card, and they'll uh, and they'll hate you forever. They'll no longer be your friend. Eight, which is okay because you don't need any Democratic friends. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. All right, let's meet our contestant, shall we? We've got uh, first up is Brenda. Brenda, Happy Presidents! Day. Oh, I just put her back on hold. Brenda, Happy Presidents yes. Day. How are you? Good. How are you? Oh, good. Are you ready to play? Uh, are you ready to play our presidential trivia? Yes. Oh, good. You're going to be playing against Diane from Palm Coast. Hi, Diane. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Great, Diane. Are you ready to play some presidential trivia? I think I am. Oh, you think you are? All right. Well, that's, that's better than nothing. All right. Uh, Brenda and Diane, here's the dealio. Here's how this works. I'm going to give you a question. If you answer it right, you get a point. If you answer it incorrectly, we'll let the other contestant uh, guess at it, and they will get a point if they answer it correctly, and we'll alternate back and forth to see who wins, Okay. You're both playing for a News 104.5 WOKV Mark K. Show prize pack, by the way, which is highly coveted and very exciting. Brenda, you're going to be first. Here's your question. Listen carefully. Good luck. All right. Who was the first president, Brenda, to hold a televised press conference? Roosevelt. Roosevelt. Could you be more specific? Roosevelt. I'm sorry, it was neither Roosevelt. I just wanted to, I just wanted it to be more specific. Uh, that is incorrect. Do you have a guess, uh, Diane, for a point? Did, uh, did you say
2: it was neither Roosevelt?
0: It was neither Roosevelt, so that's a hint. So we're down to 43 that you can choose from. Oh. Who was the first president to hold a televised press conference? Um, I'm going to say
1: Jack
0: Kennedy. You're going to say John Kennedy? John Kennedy. Yes. Yeah, that's right. Congratulations. That's a good job. You got it yourself a point. Oh. oh, yeah. Nicely done. By the uh, way, are one of you like in a wind tunnel or something with the windows rolled down?
1: Well, I'm in my car, but windows are up, so oh, I'm sorry. Okay. You oh, you like, that uh, that's
0: all right. You, just, you, need to, you need some better soundproofing in your car. Uh, all right, uh, Diane, it's your question. Here we go. Who is the only president to be unanimously elected? Uh, I'm going
2: to say George Washington. You're
0: going to say George Washington? Yeah. Well, that's good, because he absolutely, he was the first and the last president to be unanimously elected. Uh, it's two to nothing. Brenda, you can uh, get, a, get on the board here if you answer this question correctly. Are you ready? Yes. Brenda, which president appears on the $100 bill?
1: No, I don't know. I, I don't know. Just say Truman. It. Truman.
0: <laughs> Truman. Yeah. It's not Truman. Diane, do you have a guess? Um, I'm
1: going
0: to say Ben Franklin. Ben Franklin does appear on the $100 bill, but he was never a president. So I'm sorry. That's that's also a, it was a trick question. There's none of them. None of them. Hey, thanks. Uh, thanks for playing. It. All right, uh, Brenda. I'm sorry, Diane, we're back to you. Are you ready for your next question? person ever elected to office
1: to office or at, at, a president that no it's
0: pre- okay it's presidential trivia so yes who was the oldest person ever elected president oh man i don't
1: know i'm gonna say trump
0: you're gonna say trump yes. it was ronald reagan oh. until donald trump was elected at 70 years old so nicely done nicely done brenda you ready for your next one
2: Yes.
0: Who was the first divorced man to serve as president? Donald Brayton. That is correct. He was divorced. He married Nancy. And then Donald Trump has been divorced like nine times. So he's basically made up for it. Brenda, you're on the board with a point. Nicely done. All right. right. Uh, Diane, back to you. It's three to one. You still have plenty of time. Brenda, you can come back and win this the only president Diane to resign from office. That is correct. Nicely done. A lot of people think he was impeached, but he resigned uh, before he was removed. Brenda, teddy bears were named after which outdoorsy president? Teddy bears. I, uh, I, uh, oh, oh, Teddy
1: Roosevelt. There you go. Look
0: at that. <laughs> that was a gimme. That was a gimme. All right, Diane, uh, you've got this one wrapped up, but just for fun, let's do the last one. Who was the first African-American elected president of the United States? Well, Barack Obama. We would also have accepted Bill Clinton. Uh, congratulations. <laughs> Diane, nicely done. Uh, with a score of five to, four, to two, uh, you win our presidential trivia today. Uh, beautiful job. Congratulations. Hang tight. We're going to put you on hold and we are going to get you your very own Mark K. show prize pack. Great job uh, by both our contestants today. That was awesome. And that one, a lot of fun we had, you know, for a national holiday when we really probably should not have been at work. Uh, we came in and we made the most of it. And thank you. So I don't know if you're at work today or if you're at home. Uh, you know, a lot of people are watching on the stream and we appreciate that. Maybe it's because you're, you're not worried about your boss walking in. You know what the best is when you work and your boss takes off. That's my favorite. Fortunately, that didn't happen for us today, so we still have to watch what he said. But whatever. You know, we'll try maybe on the 4th of July. Anyway, stay tuned. (laughs) I'm Mark K. We got to go, but we'll be back tomorrow. Rush Limbaugh and the news is coming up next on News 104.5 WOKV. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023.
2: If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help.